the Roaring Twenties. Today, this decade is remembered in America for the explosive economic growth that followed the First World War, back before we all knew a sequel was coming. But as the decade came to a close, with an equally explosive economic collapse that would launch the Great Depression, entrepreneur Charles Leeper Grigg unveiled what he called Bib Label Lithiated Lemon Lime Soda, today known by the less colorful but much more memorable name of 7-Up. This Nick. so-called uncola would become hey, the, the clear dom- What is What the f- What the fuck would are you doing? become the dominant clear colorless carbonated beverage up through the 1970s. Nick, Nick are you what, okay? Yeah. Hey, what? Well, uh, what is happening? Uh, ah, uh, oh, I'm I'm jacking off in here. Oh, god, oh, get it going. What? Oh, I'm jacking you, wait, off. Oh, you guys covered? caught me jacking off. Your cover for oh, being how caught? embarrassing for you're, me. But you're stop taking out your dick. Do not do not. <laughs> no, I'm, I want to show this. you that that's what I'm do doing. Do not sell this. No, 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 no. Put that away. Jesus Christ. Put it away. Okay. You weren't. You weren't. We caught you. I don't even know what that fucking intro was. But oh my god. You got you got me. All right. Yeah, I hope you're happy. We got, what did we get? <laughs> we descend from a 7-Up bottle and contemplate our own existence while being attacked by crabs in 90s mascot platformer Cool Spot. This week on How Did This Get Played? It's How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest, and what was that, Weiger? Was that a jokest? Video games of all time. That third W is by K. Taniguchi. Submit yours at Get Played Pod, hashtag WWW. I'm Nick Weiger, along with Heather Ann Campbell. I'm Heather Ann Campbell, along with our producer, Matt Avadaka. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And welcome back, Bucket. Edge. <laughs> Boy. What a what a delight today's episode is going to be. I'm very, very, very excited about this for a number of reasons. This will be this will be great practice for when I introduce my wife to my secret family. Um, <laughs> uh, but before we get to today's wonderful, wonderful guest and today's very it's interesting game, a game with much to discuss. Before we descend into gaming hell, it's first time, as we always do, to briefly touch on a game we're enjoying. By spending 70 seconds in gaming heaven, Matt say when. Go for it, Nick. I finished Mass Effect 2. Wow. Congratulations! Uh, part, of the, part of the Legendary Edition. It's, you know, it's a... Boy, man, it's so good. It's such a well... It's such a, such a great... 
iteration on the formula established in the first one, I do feel like the overall like main narrative is maybe a little less cohesive and a little less satisfying in its resolution than the than the first one. But the characters are so good. Uh, the combat is so refined. The gameplay system, things like the hacking mini games are like so, so much better. It's just a much more cohesive total package. And then there's some of the side quests are absolutely horrifying. Ugh. Like they're they're just some like there's some like Junji Ito body horror as a resolution for one of them that's just so like it's basically like there the there's this this cybernetic race called the Geth and a human uh, this this scientist's autistic brother mm -hmm. is able to communicate with them but he has sort of the way he kind of interfaces with them ultimately he's kind of like hooked up to it and the reveal of him where he's basically got tubes like jammed into every orifice that he's using and he's in he's clearly in pain like you can see like tears <laughs> dripping from his <laughs> eyes uh, and this is up. like you anyway it was it was a it's a nightmarish image is that like why you like it so much <laughs> yeah i was like that's me um i'm that no i but by the 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 time like it, it's one of those things where i don't know if you guys have any images from games that just stick in your head is like that is just a nightmarish thing that I don't want to think. Like, for me, Pyramid Head and Silent Hill 2 is another one. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, when I think of that, I'm just like, that is shocking and upsetting. And this is one of those images that's right in there, something in a game where I'm just like, fuck, I don't even like thinking about that. Did he have tubes in his eyes? Like, tubes in his eyes? Or was he crying and he had tube in his mouth and ears and nose? He had tubes like in, <laughs> I don't think he had tubes in his eyes. I think so like, he might have. I think he had like panic. Yeah, you could see like the pain in his <laughs> eyes. Not like his, his you know, uh, it's not like his his eyeballs were replaced by something mechanical. No, he, he was clearly in distress, in a lot of distress. <laughs> it's upsetting. I didn't like it, but it was very, very well done. It was like well executed. Yes. Uh, anyway, I'm well, well over time. We should introduce today's guest. <laughs> yes. An actor and comedian from Netflix's Love and the Birthday Boys, his new film, The Tomorrow War, is now streaming on Amazon Prime. He also has a chain restaurant podcast, apparently. We'll get into that. Mike Mitchell is here. Hi, Mitch. What's up, everybody? Thank you for hey. having me. Hey, Mitch. Thanks for being I'm here. I'm here. I, I, I'm very happy to be here. Uh, I, I just want to say something up top. Because oh, yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> here we go. Well, Weiger always had this thing about, like, uh, like, you know, like for some reason, he always oh, it always felt like he was, like, I didn't want to come on this podcast or some bullshit that Weiger uh -huh. made up, which was never the case. <laughs> there was never a grudge. There was never. I, I I like Heather. I like Matt. I was happy for you to do another podcast. It gets you out of my hair for a while. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for whatever reason, you felt like this was like a the like a like you couldn't say the name or it was a Voldemort esque thing where you couldn't right. say. You couldn't say the name of the podcast around me. It's not. I was just mad at you that you skipped out on Good Morning America. That's all it was. <laughs> it all which, stems to that. Which, Heather, to Heather fair, would have been mad at you. Anyone, like everyone, would be mad at you. It's, it's I, like it's, Heather would have told you to go and do it. It was just you. It's you. That it's just I, you being a weirdo. Not to pile on Nick either, Mitch. But just to take your side for a second, we absolutely would have moved. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. I let me just look. I don't want to belabor this. This is this is settled. This is settled law. We need to relitigate this. But I didn't say I didn't say like, hey, I'm not going to do this. I said, hey, let's go ask them if there's any other dates available. 
Because yes, I already have this thing scheduled. Even Susser would agree with that. That was that the guy was like, I need to know, like within two hours. And then you were like, Can we do it? And that was just a no. That was a no. That was <laughs> yeah. a no. Well, Look, it. I, but I, that didn't. I just. I was mad at you. I wasn't mad at the podcast. Right. I was mad at you specifically. <laughs> you would have found a reason regardless. Of it. <laughs> Here's my my honest question, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Is do you think that it was possible for Nick to understand those social cues, or were those things that like? Because it feels to me like he, he, because he because he's. I feel first off, I feel gaslit. For now, for years, because I (laughs) definitely was like, "Oh man, Mitch is never going to talk to me again." No, never. There was not even a second that I was upset at at anyone but Weiger, and also Mm -hmm. he 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 never. Of of course, he. I know he doesn't get social cues, but. (laughs) <laughs> I, this was the thing of I, I was at I went to the eye doctor and I couldn't see and I called him and I was like please just do this it was a sad thing but uh-huh. also look it's Good Morning America I know it's not like a but I just wanted to it would be fun to go to New York as right. an actor sometimes there's two years past where you don't do anything everyone mm-hmm. knows this feeling and it's like this would be like a nice thing to just go and do sure mm-hmm. um, look he fucked up bad but it, it, it's not the <laughs> It's not the podcast's fault, right? And then it was very funny to me ever like 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 when he'd be like on the on our on Doughboys, he'd be like, like like how how did this get played? Would come up and he'd be like, nah, I don't think we should talk about this. And I was like, What do you mean? What is that? I don't. That's not the truth. Well, now you're just breaking kayfabe. <laughs> well, if it's if, if it's kayfabe, then I'm then I'm on board with it. Then that's okay, good. Okay. But we always knew deep down when we started the show that we'd have you on for the 109th episode. Of <laughs> 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 that number means something to me, actually. Really? Does it? Mm-hmm. By address back in Quincy. Wow. wow. How about that? Ooh. I mean, don't dox yourself. I know. Oh, I, they just know it's 109 oh, now. 109 Quincy Boulevard. Yeah, oh. yeah shit. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's going to get a fucking yeah. bunch of, like, yeah. I don't know. Some I podcast even... lunatic named, yes. he's, he's Darth Cum on the subreddit <laughs> driving by. That's where Mitch lives. <laughs> send send pictures to my, my Quincy house with me pregnant with you ho- touching the belly. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Wario and Waluigi's hats on. What's going on? <laughs> Mitch, you are a huge gamer and yeah. you're someone who's who's mm. been gaming since you were a lad. And I know, and, and a... I know this. I know this about you. I don't know if that was a joke. All right, go on. <laughs> what, what do you mean? I thought you were saying like size-wise, but go on. Oh, like physically huge? <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't saying that. Uh, the You play, you had, we talk about the worst and weirdest games on this show, and you had mm-hmm. a very odd game in your ha- your home. Yes. Uh, you had a, an Arch Rivals arcade cabinet. What? That's right, yes. I had Arch Rivals. I had, I had Arch Rivals in, so it was like, so my my godparents uh who are awesome and my like mom and dad's best friends are my godparents Tom and Kathy Kylie they had they had like a really cool house and and uh and in their in their basement they had like a cool setup where they had basically like our like arcade cabinets and they had they had um Miss Pac Mrs. Pac-Man is it Ms. Pac-Man or Mrs. Pac-Man I think it's just Ms. 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 Pac-Man Yeah that Ms. Pac- like a women's lib thing. 
She's oh, Ms. Pac. Or Pac Man can't commit. We don't know. <laughs> That's yeah, true. It's very interesting. Should it, I mean, they have a baby. They have baby Pac-Man. I think it's a woman's true. lip thing. I've never okay. thought of this. Yeah, that is that that is that's very interesting that she's Ms. Pac-Man. It's a choice. Also, also that means her name is her cert. Maybe it was confusing because her surname is Pac-Man. Pac-Man, right? They are. It's are an they brother and sister. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what's going on. Do they have a baby? Depraved. Is baby Pac-Man, have we seen baby pac We've seen baby Pac-Man, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Is he kind of fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, he's a square. <laughs> I mean, you, you could make the argument that because the baby Pac-Man cabinet is half uh, pinball machine and half video game, that it mm. is saying something about him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That well, that that was always they had. The, I'm trying to think of all they they had like they had great games. They had Ms. Pac-Man. They had Rampage. It was a really cool basement in this like really cool house that my godparents had. And oh, they had a is it Dragon's Quest or Dragon's Slayer? The one where you just are pushing the lever like you're 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 yes D- Dragon, Dragon Slayer. Slayer the, yeah, the, the, Dragon the fully Slayer, animated yes. one. Yeah, we we covered it on this podcast. It's oh man, mad, it's, but it's dazzling. It's it is it was dazzling. It's I, I like uh, I remember the beginning. It's like kidnapped my whatever kidnapped again, and then like I couldn't go past the first like yes like thirty to forty seconds of the game. It was so hard. But they had all these cool games in, in their basement, and and I was like, I want you know like I was a little kid, and I was like, I would love I want a little a, a cabinet in my basement too. Is kind of where my head was at, and so um, my mom for my birthday. It was uh oh god what Starland I think it was this like place that's like go karts and had like arcade like you know had had arcades and like an, an arcade and a bunch of different games and when the games got old they'd sell the cabinets like when they were like useless right. and mm-hmm. so like Arch Rivals was one of the ones that was a hundred dollars it was a hundred bucks and my mom for my birthday we went and got Arch Rivals we brought it back put it in the basement. And it sucked. It's it sat there. <laughs> like it was cool to have in the basement, and right. I had like my the, I had a great neighborhood with a lot of different kids on it and stuff. So so we would go down there and play it a little bit. But like it was for them, it was just like this big giant thing that they only got rid of not even that long ago. Like they threw it out only, God, probably eight years ago, nine years ago, like close to when my dad passed away. But my cat Buster. She crawled into it like in the open thing and and like when she was very old and and mm-hmm, chose yeah. it as her spot to like die. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah. So grim. Yep. It was like a yeah, she chose my mom's like never told me I'm like, did she get trapped in there? She was like 20, so I don't think she got yeah. trapped in there. But like my mom said that they were like he would hear her cry and 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 they would go down to the bay. And I think she was just like old and dying. Right. And then and then my mom was like, I can't play the game anymore without crying, so we have to get rid of it. That's not true. She uh, <laughs> She wasn't playing. She wasn't playing the game at that point. <laughs> is wait, was it still in working order? It still did work. Yeah. It wow. still it, it still did work, which was I know, which was crazy. But um I know cuz you just think that it would just shut down completely right. at that point. But it, yeah, no, it worked. Uh, but she she tossed it without she she didn't tell me she just tossed it, and then she told me afterwards, and I was like, yeah, ma, I was mad. Still, you would have freaked and, out. Yeah, somebody I, somebody drove past that laying on the street and was like, holy 
shit. I, like I, it made somebody's life. <laughs> I'm, I feel like it, I feel like I, I wonder what happened. I don't know if she like just had someone come and take it out or whatever, but I also feel like what the hell? I just got the someone just rang my door. Why is this happening, Wags? <laughs> I've come back and then and and then uh hold on, hold on a second. Okay, Mitch is going to step away. Is this, real okay? Quick. is this okay? Yeah, of this course. is yeah. fine. Yeah, this is actually pretty common for guests to do this. <clears throat> uh, so, this happened on an episode of Doughboys. Someone rang the doorbell, and uh-huh. Mitch got perturbed, and then went over, and then had a pretty long conversation with whoever was there. Yeah, ended up being hey. a UPS driver that he's on friendly terms with. Hey, Nick, while he's not on, is he yeah. lying or are you? Who is the liar here? <laughs> no one's lying. There's no lying going on. <laughs> Wait, okay, well. It was Sal. Mitch was, yeah. Was it Sal, your UPS friend? It was Sal, my, yeah, yeah it was Sal. It was Sal. I, wow. was, he, was, he was running off. He He's made appearances on two shows now. <laughs> <laughs> He's a huge get. He he probably heard me say, what the hell? And was like, ooh, and then and because the, I was being an asshole and too loud. Right. Uh, and, and ran off. <laughs> Sal rules. I, I, wouldn't, I would be happy to see Sal. Uh, anyways, yeah, Arch Rivals is in... I feel like it might be in somebody else's home now. I hope it is. Right. Like, uh, just like with my cat, I hope it's at some, I hope it's at a farm. Oh, oh, Mitch. Oh, oh boy. Oh, no. Oh, boy, Mitch. Mm. It's up oh, at some farm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Farm with an Arch Rivals cabinet. <laughs> my, is the, so describe Arch Rivals for people who don't know what the game is. It's a basketball game. It's a basketball game, and like the hook of it is, is that like you can punch other players. That's basically <laughs> yes. like, like it is like it's, it's, it's like in the vein of M- it's trying to be like an NBA jam. And, and it's like the cabinet at least was just two and two. So it was it, it, you, there was an option for four people to play and you'd each be one one player on each team. Right. So it was two versus two. And then if you didn't do that, I think it was just CPU for the other for the other player. Um, but it, it, but it had no like actual, you know, there were no real players or licensed teams or anything. It no, was just, it was all fictionalized, like the Detroit Barnstormers or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, like at the time, there was a guy with like a green mohawk, which like, right. like, is that like trying to be like a Dennis Rodman type guy? But there, there was like there there was there was nothing there. Yeah, there was no licenses. No, I feel like the NBA would never put their their name on it. It, it You I punched guys and then pulled their pants down. That was like another thing you could do is like you could pull. A player's pants down, right? And and it was it was stupid. Yeah, it was it was it was it was very stupid, but it was fun. It was like a fun thing to have for like a year, maybe. And then after that, it just the the game is just a, it's a, it's a nothing, kind of like today's game, <laughs> right? And speaking of which, today's day, today's game is on you know Super Nintendo uh, uh, as well as Sega Genesis. And Mitch, you know we talk a lot about Nintendo families, Sega families on here. You mm-hmm. were very much a Nintendo family growing up. I'm a Nintendo family for sure. I I. I remember when we got a Nintendo and we were in like the basement. I was a child and my dad was showing me the Nintendo and I thought it was very cool. And then again, the Kylies and the, my godparents, their son, Neil, was like a big time video game player. And, and I remember I remember looking at his Nintendo Power and being like, this is so cool because there was the preview section or whatever where right. it would show like games that were coming out. And he uh, and then for my birthday, his parents got me like a subscription to Nintendo Power and it was like. That was the best. It was it was it was life changing, and I I still like, man. I just remember seeing the preview for Super Mario World in Nintendo Power, and I don't know if anyone else remembers this, but they they did oh, yeah. like they just showed images from 
Super Mario World and Neo, you couldn't at the time. It you know, internet wasn't what it was. Obviously, there, but like that was the only way you could see pictures of it. There was no, there was no other way to see yeah. images of it. And it was like the most magical thing on earth to see Yoshi and how cool the graphics looked and everything yes. like that. And then the day Super Nintendo came out, I I I bought it the first day. It came out with my first communion money at wow. at, at Child World. Um, Ch- Nick, one of uh, a place I okay. feel like you wish you could live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Child World, we <laughs> we we my my dad and I we went to Child World and and I and I bought yeah I bought the Super Nintendo with my first communion money, which I don't even know if it covered the Super Nintendo, but I I feel like my dad made right. just paid the difference or whatever. But I got a yeah, and 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 it came with Super Mario World, right? The Super Nintendo. Yes, that was a it was a pack in. It came with back when when consoles came with two controllers and a pack in game. I had yeah. a similar experience where for me it was I went to summer camp, and I this was like a it was like a sleepaway camp, and I brought a I brought the, there was a Nintendo Power issue that came out uh, as the Super Nintendo was coming out that also had like a. Like an, I don't know if it was a, a supplemental guide or if it was within the issue, but I had a preview of everything that was coming out. And I remember taking this guide to summer camp and just like li- me and other nerdy kids just like looking at this and getting hyped for like Legend of the Mystical Ninja and all the shit that was going to come out and, and talking about what games we wanted to play. And then I got back from summer camp and it corresponded with my birthday. And my dad had bought me a Super Nintendo. Wow! It was like there it was like the like one of the most amazing surprises of my life. I just like walked into my room and he was like, he's like, there's something on your bed you might want to check out. Wow! And I looked and it was a Super Nintendo. <laughs> just shit stains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shit on your bed when you were away. <laughs> You know, what was cool about those magazine previews was that they were so alpha, they were so early that there would be pictures in the magazines that wouldn't actually make it to the games themselves. Like there's scans of stuff from, I think, the Nintendo Power Super Mario preview that's not in the game. And the same with like the early Sonic uh, previews in Sega Visions would be like, oh, wow, this is a like now those are like reference images for lost levels as people try and rom hack stuff. Um, but it's man, these are, these are feel good stories. You guys just told those are, those are good times. I, 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 I love like, like you were saying, Heather, like just like game rumors, like, like that was like yes. so much. It would be like that, that. And that feels like it's, it's kind of gone now. Like that doesn't like, cause I feel like you're right. I feel like Nintendo power would preview something and then it would just never even happen sometimes. Like, a, like a <laughs> yeah. game would just like, would 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 go away but just just the look of like seeing i even remember just like the adams family super nintendo game and just the look of the graphics and being like it looks so cool and it still does they still do look great yeah like a lot of them still do look great and this the the game we're talking about today is a game that i remember being and in a way it kind of is i mean it's well i know we'll get into it but uh, like just the look of it it look is kind of interesting and weird and different and 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 that was and that was the thing with uh with with like Adam's family or any sort of update right. I was like so excited for for any sort of I remember for so long um like ghouls and ghosts or whatever or, or super yeah there was I think it was super ghouls and ghosts was the super, yeah super NES one yeah and I remember for so long just when when I was younger I, I still had Nintendo power at this point but it was on my way out 
that that there was like a rumor of a, a Nintendo sixty four nintendo 64 version and like being mm. so excited to see what that looked like and then it never it, it was that see that was like a type of game that just never came out ever but it was i was so excited to see super goals and ghouls and ghosts 64 like oh that yeah was, yeah that that was like the 64 era was its own thing and where yeah. where like there'd just be like a 64 version a lot of times it was like the first 3d foray for the series and like some like castlevania 64 was like kind of like it had some interesting elements, but it was overall like not very good. It kind of some some of those kind of were kind of bummers, uh, but other ones were cool. But you but like uh, let's let's talk Super Nintendo games in general because you know that's the era of this. And you mentioned that the the aesthetic of these games holds up. Do you have any favorites from this jet from the sixteen bit generation? When I'm thinking back on it, I mean like Super Mario World is probably hmm, in my top three. Mario and some I know I think Nick you maybe say it's number one for you right I think like, it's my favorite yeah which yeah, Heather thinks is heresy yes <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it I think it is so well done I I I, yeah. I, I really love it and also like difficulty level I I feel like it's 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 kind of perfect but um mm-hmm. I loved Contra I loved the Alien Wars I loved F Zero uh mm-hmm. like a, oh, all, yeah. all the all the I I loved Pilot Wings I really liked Pilot Wings and then Pilot Wings sixty four I think is maybe a better game but I liked the pilot like a because I think those were like the first big ones that I had it was F Zero Super Mario World and Pilot Wings right. were like the first three I had and maybe that was a thing of like that Christmas was that like you know like the only games that were really around I remember Super Super Ghouls Ghouls and Ghosts. I remember asking for it for Christmas and then like seeing it and then being telling my mom, like, I hope like Santa brings it. And she knew that like I had seen it. And then she was like, you saw it. And I was like, no, I didn't. She's like, I'm not going to give it to you. (laughs) She was like, I'm not going to give it to you because you saw it. And I was like, no. And then she still just did give it to me. But that game was also extremely hard. That was like, um, I'm trying to think of what other. I mean, the Donkey Kong countries were huge too. I, I'm oh, now, yeah. now I'm just I'm naming all the mainstream ones, but that's the ones that are coming to mind. Uh, Killer Instinct, I love Killer Instinct, um, but Donkey Kong Country. I remember playing like Donkey Kong Country two or or I think it was two in my room, and I just got a black light, so I had like a black light in my room, and I moved a TV into my room, which I didn't never had a TV in my room, and yeah. I was like playing Donkey Kong Country in the winter time, and it was like the happiest I maybe have ever been to this day. It was like, uh, it was, it was, it was a dream. I loved it. Well, where are you finding with that black light? <laughs> oh, I said black light. I meant lava yeah. lamp. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> and there, I did, I did have a, I did, I bought a black light and lava lamp at the same time. Like a, but a, a blue, a blue lava lamp with, with a white wax. I remember. And, and I, and then also like, a, like I, I, I want, I had like, I was try, I, basically, my mom got like a bunch of stuff from like was it Dappies like those stupid stores that are like uh I was so into like having like a black light and a lava lamp and having like yes. a futuristic room and I had a I had a fish tank that was in a computer like like a fish tank that was like in a little like it was a fake computer that had a fish tank in it I, it was basically like I was uh what's 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 the what's the burger chain Fuddruckers like it was my room yes. was like a Fuddruckers. <laughs> <laughs> including bur- there were burgers in there too <laughs> biker what was your room growing up like what was the aesthetic of your room oh god that's a great great question, question. uh it was very orderly we had a so i like i you know it was kind of frozen in time i remember because my parents decided to re to remodel my bedroom when i was like eight years old i think that's when i got my my own bedroom 
And uh, and so I remember they were they were like they were like, do you want to pick out wallpaper? And I really wanted clouds. I really wanted like clouds with like air hot air balloons or whatever. And they're like, well, this is going to be up there forever, so don't do that. Mm-hmm. So they overruled me, and then I just had kind of this generic print. Uh, the, these like vertical stripes. So I just had a bunch of I had vertical stripes on the walls, and then I had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles poster and a Ren and Stimpy poster, and those were up there for all my entire adolescence. Um, and then I had a little desk that had a little computer, old computer monitor on to on it that I hooked uh, a couple of consoles up to. That's oh. basically it. Not much that's going nice. on. Yeah, yeah that's, that's nice. That's better than I. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be blank, like a no, nothing on the walls. Right. <laughs> no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I recently realized that I had when so when my when it was time to like model my room, my parents were like, "What do you want?" And this is going to sound like a joke, but I was like, I would like it to look like a business office. And they said, okay, what does that mean? And I was like, I would like track lighting and I would like some stuff from Sharper Image. So (laughs) my parents remodeled my room to look like a like a business, like an office you would see in Die Hard. Like a a glass top desk with one of those like uh, balls that like click clacked back and forth yeah. one of those and like i had a uh my prized possession was one of those long chambers of water and oil that would slowly tip back and forth and look like waves mm-hmm. yeah, um fun. and zero posters on my walls just an a human's office <laughs> <laughs> that that was Besides Nintendo Power one of the things i was always looking at was like sharper image or hemaker sklemmer <laughs> the the Hemmecker Schlemmer oh, yeah. magazine. Like, I loved, I loved futuristic sort of stuff. That was like mm-hmm. a... So, like, Nintendo Power on that would be like my... That was like the big reading material for me then. And still now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're talking childhood bedrooms. Uh, Matt, you're in yours? What, what was yours yeah, like? Yeah, I still, I still have my bunk bed uh, and uh, my Space Jam sheets. And uh, they're, you know, coming back around. So, I'm very excited. Exactly. That. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Wait, is that your bedroom currently? Is that what you're saying? You said uh, I still have. No, um, I have an I have an adult room. I'm an adult. I'm, I'm, I'm a grown adult. Mm. Uh, no, I mean I might. I, I did have a. I have a bunch of brothers, so it was just all of us crammed in a bedroom, and there were like bunk beds everywhere. And like, I was a kid in the like late '90s, early 2000s. So I had like a Blink 182 poster. There was mm. not a lot of video game posters, but plenty of video games around. I remember. Um, seeing that my uncle took out all his games from like the, the cases that they came in and put them in a big CD case. That was like, I'm kind of a grown up now. I have them all in a CD case. That's something right. I was doing. We had a lava lamp and we had a bunch of fish too. And we had a crab. I'm now remembering we had this crab, a little crab in the tank. This is not what the show's about at all. But we had, we had a crab in the tank and he killed all the fish. He You'd be ki- surprised. He- that also wow. fits in today's game. Little, this yes. Little crab. Oh, yes, that's true. You're right. <laughs> no shortage of crabs. He would chop all the fish in half. He would hide in this little plant. And Jesus. when they swam by, he would just like mutilate them. And we hated him because all those fish were expensive. We were so mad. Wow. <laughs> wow. You, but you just let him like rule the roost? What are you going to do? I guess so. He's a cr- Yo, I'm going to get pinched. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> He's the boss. He's murdered in front of us. You boil a pot of water. That's what you do. <laughs> I think we flushed him Dear down the God. toilet, actually. <laughs> oh. 
So you let him fate. kill everything, then you killed him? We were just <laughs> done with him, I think. Well, we, well, we were sort of like, well, we don't want this guy around anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess boiling him in a pot is 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 maybe not as bad as flushing him down the toilet to fucking just getting fucked up in the pipes. <laughs> we, we joked that he's still down there, but like buff his shit, like waiting for his revenge. <laughs> I, I've taught. I don't know if I've talked about this on this podcast, but I remember reading a fact about lobsters years ago that lobsters never stop growing. So they're they you know they they never they don't have any sort of hormone in their bodies that that causes them they okay I reach a certain age I'm full size so theoretically a lobster with an infinite lifespan would grow to like kaiju size and I always wow. thought that could be a premise for because that's such a, like a, that's such a video game boss of an abomination like a, like a premise for some sort of science fiction thing of just like a lobster that just keeps growing and eventually it's the size of a fucking city block I like it. I like it right. too. It could be, I also, maybe. I also, I also feel like this can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that I know lobsters have long lifespans, but I didn't think that they got larger and larger and larger as they lived. I mean, I clearly they get larger, but like, yeah, it seems ridiculous. You would you would remember a photo of like a car sized lobster if it sure. was true that a lobster could then become a size of a building, I think. Well, that that's why it, that, that's why it's like a sci-fi premise. It's like what if a lobster ne- like really never stopped growing or what if a lobster lived long enough to get to that size and we just didn't know about it. So mm. it's just something you're imagining. This isn't true. <laughs> this isn't I I'm pitching ideas today. Okay, great. Maybe it could be something too where like they're like they call the national guard. We're out of butter. We need all the butter we can get down here. <laughs> that's fun. I like that a lot. I don't <laughs> Wags, what do you 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 have a podcast where people eat shit? You make people eat shit, and then you got a, uh-huh. a, another podcast where you make people play shit. Yes. What's wrong? Why? What do you? What is your? What is your issue? <laughs> it makes for interesting conversation, hmm. and also it, it's not always shit. And it, it, the shit that we consume on Doughboys or shit that we play on this podcast, I would argue that today's game is okay. It's but a I'm mixed sure we'll maybe bag. Have, we'll, we'll, bag. We'll have some we'll have some differing views. I'm sure. Um, let's get into this week's game, Cool Spot. Cool Spot is a 1993 platform video game developed by Virgin for the Genesis, mm. Super Nintendo, and then it was ported to Game Gear, Amiga. Game Boy, MS-DOS, et cetera, et cetera. Other video games that came out in 1993 include Doom, Star Fox, Secret of Mana. Hey, by the way, sidebar, I found Mm -hmm. out that Secret of Mana was originally developed as a Final Fantasy game, and then it and Chrono Trigger branched off from this development process and became their own games, but I think that's really cool. Uh, Myst, Mortal Kombat 2, and Sam and Max Hit the Road. Uh, In the game... Cool spot. You are playing as the dot on a seven up <laughs> can, which in the nineties was in the United States. Their um, what what do you call this? Their brand mascot, yeah, like yeah. Chester mascot. Cheetah and the Noid. We have a commercial queued up, so you can listen and imagine two cool spots draining. The cola out of a glass and replacing it with Seven Up. So we've got the guys wheeling up 
Uh, and you're looking for a clean break from your cola routine. Can of normal cola, and they are... You don't want to be sucked in by imitation. Using a vacuum to suck the, the color out of it through a straw. You want the only non-cola oh, no. that picks up... Now the vacuum's sucking the cool spot off. Yeah. <laughs> you want the un-cola. When you want the taste of un, there's only one. So they're kind of minion-esque in that, that there are a bunch of, of spots, although they kind of mm. just centered on one in most of their marketing. Here's what is surprising to me about the cool spot. When I first, because I played the game before looking up the commercial, and they all sound like the Noid. Like, it's like yes. all of these guys in the 90s were all like, <laughs> like, they weren't, <laughs> like, they didn't give them, it was either brute silence from, like, Spuds McKenzie or they were like little gremlins, all of them. Yeah, like like a squeaky nonverbal character. You know what? Honestly, it was probably gremlins. That's probably what they what they're all derived from. That's the common ancestor, I'm yeah. sure. Maybe. Uh, so in Cool Spot, you are trying to save other cool spots while collecting non-anthropomorphized spots for points. So there's spots with souls, and then there are just other spots. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You collect them over a core, uh, <laughs> over a series of uh, 10, was it 10? Nope, 11 levels, primarily at first beach-themed, and then you branch out and you investigate interiors and railroad tracks. Uh, the levels include shell shock, peer pressure, off the wall, waiting around, toying around, radical rails, et cetera, et cetera. Um, your, your abilities are limited to jumping, uh, walking and firing sprite bubbles. I'm sorry, seven up bubbles. Oh God, oh, that's boy. it. That oh, was no. it. Uh, fuck. Wow, um, you're canceled. How did <laughs> <that>? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Can't believe it, but it happens. It happens so fast sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean that's the game. That's the yes. game. You you mm -hmm. run around. You collect stuff. You save spots. There are no boss fights. And yeah. you go to the next level. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's it's a very run and shoot platformer. There's there's not a lot going on. And you know the thing I guess we should mention is because the seven up the spot is he uh, you know his origin is that he is the dot on a seven up can uh, as part of the logo that comes to life. He's a teeny tiny little fuck. And so mm. all the levels are like it's like a teeny it's teeny tiny bullshit, which I I usually don't have patience for. Like I'm just like I don't I want things to be regular sized or larger. I don't want things to be teeny tiny. The <laughs> hell? What? <laughs> what? When, they, when it's like here's here's something and it's shrunk down and like we got like uh, like wow a matchstick is like the size of an oar. I'm like I don't get, I don't have any time for this. Like this is I don't like this premise the fuck are you talking about <laughs> like Stuart little consistent. shit where it's like what? something's tight we're like like okay this shoe is big to me i'm like i don't care about this i don't <laughs> don't think this is interesting that you can use a leaf as a tent i your nose is bleeding <laughs> I, I like maybe it's a set piece but just as a premise i'm just like i can't care about something this small you but that doesn't you didn't bring up any of this when we did Katamari Damacy, where you are literally starting out as like microscopic until you become yes. big. You weren't like, but I you become can't big. Stand. You have an arc. <laughs> so you wish it was just honey I the kids? <laughs> <laughs> Blew up and then shrunk, so they were normal size. 
this was the most delightful part of the game for me was that I you was like, like oh, of course. He's small or it. It's small. Like I, I, I didn't even think that it would be small. Yeah. It's I, well, I, that's I, well I executed. That, I'm just as a personal distaste of mine. Go on, Mitch. <laughs> I, I think that they I think that they 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 kind of it runs they they the gimmick kind of runs runs into the ground pretty quickly just because it's like the toy place and then it's like the train there's also right. toys here and there's toys everywhere like we we couldn't think of like it's like it's like animals and toys they couldn't think of another way to like compare him like to make him look small so it was like toys and 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 rats and and crabs and stuff like that but i <laughs> i i did not have an issue with the fact that he was small i thought that that was fine he's a little tiny guy and i think it brings up like the thing that i was saying before of the animation is kind of cool and weird like it, it the game looks interesting there's yes. a level the train there's a train level that makes you that like truly made me almost want to throw up i beat the i beat the game you wow. Beat wow. The game. I beat the game. I played the entire game. Wow. Wags. I want to go all out. I played the I'm entire impressed. game. I'll say this much. Matt sent me a link that was like it was it was a it was a it was a mod or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and I and so I had the ability to rewind. So so Yes. Is it cheating? Yes, but also the game is still hard. Even being able to rewind, like if this <laughs> right. game was if this game was made now, I feel like that would just be like a, a like a function in the game, regardless, and it would be a much better game. Is being able to rewind because it's the game is fucking ruthless. It's so it's it's you. I'll give it credit for that. You don't die just when you get hit. Like it's one of those games where like you get hit like seven times or something and and the cool spots face kind of melts in the corner until he dies I do really like that yeah yeah that's a great great health bar the, yeah. the health bar yeah it's, it's like it's like his face uh it's like cool spots face and then it gradually because he's basically 2d he's he's just a circle he gradually just sort of folds away yeah and he has nothing. a stroke it looks really basically cool. yeah yeah <laughs> it's it is it is it is it is cool but the game is still just like I think the control the controls were a thing that were were bothering me. Like the controls did not age well. And it, w- the thing I remember from when I was a kid is that the level that I went to, and I, I wasn't, I had, I didn't have the rewind function. But the the level that I, that I went to was the bathtub level, and then that was the level where like I even as a kid was like, this fucking is bullshit because you, <laughs> right. you would miss, you'd be on one of those U, like UFO platforms. And then, you know, you, if you didn't jump at the right time or the re- controls weren't responsive, which I don't think they are that great, you would fall and then like maybe land on a lily pad at the bottom and then have to like work your way back up. It, it, it was like, it was very, that, that level is very frustrating, but it is, it's, a, it's, 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 it is a ruthless game. It's not an easy game at all. Yes, so there's there's not a lot of margin for error on a lot of those platforming sections. You have to hit a jump exactly right, and yeah. and then also the yes, you will have to redo a lot of progress, like you were saying, if you if you miss something, even if it's not an insta death. Uh, but I I was gonna say. The thing you mentioned early, Mitch, is the animation. And I think that's a high point of this game. It's just like, mm-hmm. especially Cool Spot himself animates so well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Donkey Kong Country came up earlier in the podcast. And that's, you know, it's not exactly that, but it's kind of that level of like, oh, there's a lot of frames on all of these animations. They're really detailed. Uh, his idle animation is really cool. If you just sort of let him sit there for a while, tap his toe, eventually bust out a yo-yo. I think his walk cycle is really cool. 
as for the controls, so this was a thing, and I'm curious, Heather, did you play this on Super Nintendo or on Genesis? I played it on Super Nintendo emulated. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because I played it on Super Nintendo emulated as well, and then I was watching a Genesis playthrough, and I was like, this looks smoother and more responsive to me. And I don't know if I'm just, what mm. this is just a YouTube video or not, but then I downloaded a, I downloaded the Genesis ROM and I played that a little bit. And I think it is a little better. I think that the control's a little stiff on Super Nintendo. It's a, it's not quite mm. as responsive, but on Genesis, it's a little bit more precise. And I think that's partly mm. because, you know, the, the, the Super Nintendo had better graphics hardware, but it famously had a pretty slow processor. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just maybe running at a slower frame rate. Uh, I do regret not, so I have like a, a flash player for my Super NES and oh, I, I thought the, I thought the graphics in this game were so good that I was like, yes, ah, I should have, I should have fucking played this on an actual TV. Like I bet it would have looked re like, I bet some of the backgrounds would have looked quote photorealistic mm. uh, because of the, they, they were really, I mean, I, I, I was expecting the Noid when we dropped this game in, and I was shocked that it was not the Noid. It's on Complex's 100 best Super Nintendo games of all time list. Yes. Wow. Like, it's yeah. it's decent, and it got a sequel. Spot goes to Hollywood, which wow. was not well done. Yeah. In my in my memory, I was when I was thought about this game, I realized I was thinking of Spot goes to Hollywood, which is like this isometric, uh, more sort of look to it. And I, I've also never played it, but I saw screenshots of it. But so, yeah, this the, Heather, this game was popular enough or, or well received enough where they released it in Europe without the seven up branding. They just released it as cool spot because in in Europe, they don't have everything's fucking weird over there. They don't have the spot mascot. They had this guy <laughs> called Fido Dido. And so they were like, well, Fido Dido is our seven up guy. We can't confuse the marketplace by having by having cool spot. So it's just cool spot, a red dot with sunglasses for no real reason. Fido Dido. I need to yeah, learn Dido. more about Fido Dido. Um, <laughs> He's just I, the prime minister of Finland. <laughs> <laughs> well, the marketing worked because I loved Cool Spot. I used to like draw pictures of Cool Spot when I like I, 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 the game really, the yes. game really worked for me. And I loved the game when I was. I think I think the fact that like you can just shoot as many because it is like I said, it is pretty ruthless. There are like especially when they like introduce like fucking fireflies or whatever those the the the, the annoying little flies are that that are going all over the street and like the bees too but the mm -hmm. fact that you can just shoot those the the 7-eleven 7-eleven the seven up uh oh i'm in trouble no you're the canceled, se <laughs> canceled. The, the the seven up like uh like the the whatever that yeah what are, what are the bubbles you can They're just shoot bubbles the, i think the bubbles but you can do it nonstop. Like it, it just you can just continually fire, which is cool. You just rapid fire the whole game, which is uh, which which is cool. It works. I seriously was thinking, is Cuphead partially inspired by this? Because wow. it's the same sort of run and gun. You just you you have infinite ammo and you're shooting literally from your fingers. I was like, is this is is was there at some level where they like, oh yeah, we want that cool spot mechanic in here? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean it's. Equally hard, I feel like they're both they're both they're both <laughs> yeah. very hard. I really love the bonus level. So if you collect enough dots, you mm -hmm. are inside of a Seven Up bottle, and you're just collecting bonuses by bouncing on bubbles as Spot. And I was like, oh, this I, again, baffled that the game is as as high quality as it is. I was like, man, even the the Seven Up bottle looks good. Like it, yeah. I mean. In terms of advertising, it made me thirsty. 
It's a thirsty, <laughs> thirst-inducing bottle. It's like got sweat beads on the outside. It's like a, it's great. Couldn't believe it. That commercial, even that commercial where they vacuum the cola out and and then make it a clear Seven Up, I it worked on me. Then I want a Seven Up. <laughs> I want a Seven Up right now. I, I, I it, it, it's working. Have you have any? Has anyone had a Seven Up recently? I'm 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 a Sprite man, mm. so it's been a while since I've just had a straight up Seven Up. I honestly don't up. remember. The I, last I, time I, I, I had I don't think. Up. Yeah, I don't think. They should have made a uh, the Seven Up Yours guy. They should have made a game with the Seven Up Yours guy after this. Oh yeah, Orlando uh, Jones. Orlando Jones. Yeah. Yes. Why not? Would have been fun. <laughs> it it is kind of though. It you know Heather mentioned the Noid game and and it's kind of in that tradition of these sort of ad games that were mm-hmm. a trend. But I I don't know. It's kind of one of the better ones. You know. It's certainly sure. Noid is Noid is like unplayable. Noid just it sucks. Sucked. Yeah. Yo, Noid, but this is this is decent. It's it's challenging, but it's it's well crafted. Like if you didn't know that this was an advertising mascot game, Mm -hmm. this would just be a better than average Nintendo platformer. Like you'd be like, hey, this guy's got personality. It's like it's like Bubsy level. Like it's pretty sure pretty good mascot gaming. Um, It's just. You, you you automatically drop it down a notch because you're like, I'm playing a fucking commercial, yes. which is not a thing you think when you play like Lego adventures, because it's like, well, Lego is kind of everything now. But like with Cool Spot, you're like, mm, I feel a little bit like a piece of shit for enjoying this. Like I'm being like I'm like being brainwashed by choice. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. I, I, it's funny because I think that you guys play so many bad games because because my thought walking away from this is like this game sucks but it was like <laughs> I, I i loved this game when i was younger and you are you're making great points like it is it isn't it is kind of a, a decent game it's just it's just that sort of thing that reminds me of like when you play like uh the teenage teenage mutant ninja turtle like arcade game now or something or any arcade game any like arcade like the simpsons arcade game like any beat em up game mm-hmm. where it's just that sort of thing of like if you have unlimited lives and you just keep feeding quarters into it this game just cle- is like not as fun and and cool spot had a bit of that for me cuz 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 i had that rewind function where i was like sure. and i guess like that's like any game or whatever but but i think that like it was like oh this game is just super challenging for, from when I was a kid and like not 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 being able to get by that that bathtub level, I think I like maybe beat it, but like having to collect the uncola for continues and not be you know not being able to go go that far or whatever. But I, there there's just something about it where I'm like I I like a game that can be easy and fun too. Like Super Mario right. World is is a game that is like I said the the challenge level is perfect in that. And this one is just kind of like when you have when you have unlimited lives in Super Mario World, still a fun game to play. And in this one I was like it just kind of feels like the same shit over and over again. Literally to the point where you go backwards and the stages are the same thing again. Like you go you go through the stages and then you go back through the stages on the way back down. Like you get to a certain point where they're like, uh, let's just like do the same stages again and there it's night nighttime or it's a different you know like they're they're different right. there's that one the, the on the docks like the ship is like moldy or something i don't know what's going on in the world of cool spot but when you when you're when you play the ship level the second time the docks level the ship in the background is like moldy and fucked up i don't know if it's like spots going through like an apocalypse or something it's very bizarre i don't know if you notice yeah. that 
There's a giant lobster that's kind of taken over the globe at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't think there are any human beings. There's only like garbage from humans. Yeah. Remnants of humans. Right. Wow. It it could be argued that this is I mean, this is like a post a post humanity game. Where, like, Spot has been on Earth so long that he's become sentient. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I truly now believe that that is what happened. Like, I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like empty cans and fish hooks on the, like, there's just like stuff. Shoes, right? There's no people. There's There's pictures of clowns in the toy level, right? Like, on the wallpaper. Yeah, but there's no, there's no, there. It's all toys. Yeah. Oh my god. I think you're right. I mean, the ship decaying <laughs> to me is like, I think you're right. I think yeah. this is a post-apocalypse. I think we're seeing like the evolved <laughs> form of like mice. They wear pajamas once they've evolved. We should get to our final thoughts on Cool Spot. It's time for our review crew. Review crew. So we'll say something positive about this game and give it a numerical decimal rating. Uh, you know, I, I talked about the animation. I was going to say the health meter, so I'll audible to talk about pretty early on. There's a hermit crab character, again, you know, an enemy, again, everything's fucking tiny as shit. Uh, but when you hit him <laughs> enough times, the shell pops off, and he's wearing polka dot boxer shorts, and he mm-hmm. gets embarrassed. Classic joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that made me smile, and I'll give this game, appropriately enough, a seven. Nice. Heather, what do you think? Um, okay, I'm maybe, when you collect a one-up, it's the seven-up logo, but with a one. And I thought that was great. I felt that like cool. somebody had a legit epiphany and was like, oh, one up, seven up, one up. And they all like <laughs> shook hands and like high five each other a bunch. <laughs> so like I, that um, also the. The music's decent. It's yeah. Tommy Tellerico who did a, yes. a ton of soundtracks for Super NES and Genesis games. This soundtrack was good. Pleasantly surprised throughout. But also, yeah, I mean, it's just a platformer. Like nothing, there's no moment where it changes course or surprises you once you start playing. Although I really like the idea, because the way Mitch is describing it is, uh, is that it's, he, you played it like Braid or Prince of Persia, and I'm like, that would be fucking crazy if they had like for no reason at all added that mechanic. I'm giving, I'm also giving it a seven. It's seven up, Matt up Wow. Yeah, I mean this. I don't. I didn't remember this from when I was young. I have known a st- I was a sprite guy as well, so I just wasn't like, okay, I better play the seven up game. But for me, I was going to say Nick. Similar. I had a similar thought about it being similar to Cuphead because his shooting mechanic is just him sort of like doing like a finger gun sort of thing. Yeah. And then a, I guess a shot of seven up comes out of his hand. Very fun. I do think <laughs> cool spot. I, my positive thing is that it does deliver on how cool he is. Very cool. He's cool. He's, as cool. Shit, yeah. he, he's, he's very, very cool. And I, I did. Well, 
I almost I did get a little sick too, Mitch. Um, in the in the train level, that was a little, yeah, the train level was a little was fucked up. Fucked um, but you know, decently fun. Not something that I um don't think I'll ever revisit again. But for look, let's give it a, let's give it a seven. Let's keep it let's keep it uh copacetic. Let's do it seven. Wow. All right, Mitch, it falls to you. Something positive and your score of this game that you finished. Well, it's funny because I I was gonna say music, and Heather, you, you took me. I think the music is pretty good. Uh and 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 then Matt, I was gonna say after that, that cool spot himself is good. Yeah. So I I I think the graphics, I, I want to point out, Nick, you pointed out the hermit crab. Just the actual crab is like such a weird looking in the first level. It's like such a weird looking little animation. This like big yes. ass crab that comes out of the ground. Um Hmm. Besides that, something else that I like about it. I don't know if there is anything else I like about it. <laughs> um, I will. I, I. You know what? I'll add on to what Heather said. Is I watched. I. I also watched a walkthrough. Like I watched someone playing it, and the person who played the walkthrough, he did the bo- like the bonus levels, and it was like uh, it was like ballet. He was just like <laughs> perfectly hitting every. And like it was like a guy who like who like got did everything and like got every cool spot, and you know like it, it, like it was a perfect playthrough. And and when he was doing the when that bubble a bonus level, it was it was beautiful. He was like it, just doing it perfectly. And you know what? That's a testament to the bonus levels. The bonus levels are super fun, mm-hmm. um, and, and they are they are different. Is it dumb that you collect uncola and those are your continues? Yeah, it's dumb, but it it <laughs> it's it's beautiful, and 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 I and I and I really I really enjoyed the bonus stuff, and it was a a nice change of pace from what what the game is to have like multiple bubbles. I'm surprised they didn't do that in the actual levels where you're like mm-hmm. going up through a bunch of bubbles and stuff like that. But it but it was uh, it was cool as hell. It could have been worse in Europe instead of collecting uncola because that was our slogan, not theirs. You just collect virgin. <laughs> Which you know what? Every time that title came up, even as a boy, I was like, "Yeah, I know." I get it. <laughs> but, and he's in space. He's in space now. Is it? It's, yeah, it's the it. same. It's the he's in the news. The Virgin Man. It's true. Yeah. Branson. Hope he fucking dies up there. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> fucking billionaire. Uh, Mitch, do you have a score? Oh yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to go along with everybody, but I'm going to, ch- it's going to be a seven up yours. Seven, like a, like the <laughs> oh, old slogan, <laughs> because, because it is, I think you're right that it is like for Super Nintendo, it is a, it's a, it's a good, it's a decent game. And right. I get that it's a top 100 game, which also I'm like, ah, oh, damn, a top 100 game. Um, cause I wish that there were games that were a hundred games better than this, but it, it's like a perfect for that time period. It's a perfect. It's perfect. It's perfectly seven. It's perfectly seven. Mm-hmm. Wow. And an up yours for being a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, can I, can I just say this? The thing that please really bothered me is that when I beat the game, I wanted to send you guys a picture of me. Like I put it up on, on my TV and I wanted to send a picture of and they, the ending is the worst ending on earth. It says you didn't you like, unfortunately, you didn't collect enough shit for the for the fucking raffle or the contest it's a the game is a contest it was like a tie-in or some shit and i didn't i didn't collect enough stuff for the for the contest and then not only that but it went so fast that i couldn't even take a picture i couldn't get up and take a picture in front of the tv it already like went to the beginning of the game and then i remembered that i could rewind but i had waited too long and i couldn't do it but Ah, it it went it it moved too fast. The ending <laughs> screen was like this big long thing of like, 
Like, congratulations, you beat it. But unfortunately, like, you didn't do enough. And then that, right. and that was it. And I was like, this game is so hard. <laughs> that's that's such a fuck you but in those games back in the day where it was like, yeah, you unless you get 100% completion. Super Ghouls and Ghosts was like this. You get the bad ending unless you do 100% completion. And so, and for a kid, it's just like, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. I saw I had the manual up. Let's see if we can find the page. Okay, here we go. So this is in the the Super Nintendo manual. Cool prize. Oh, yeah, we almost forgot the cool prize. If you manage to get all the cool letters while playing the game on the hard setting without swapping any of the cool letters for a continue and finish the game releasing all of your spot friends, you can receive a cool prize. Here's what you have to do. So you have to finish the game, not just 100%. You also have to do it on hard without using any continues. Uh, And then if you do that, yes, you mail a picture of the TV. If you can grab a screenshot in time, you get get a fucking Polaroid camera or whatever. That's insane. uh, And and take a picture of your TV. (laughs) And then you can mail it to Virgin Games, Inc., attention, cool spot, SNES, Uncola game uh, in Irvine, and you will get a prize. It doesn't even say what the prize is. That's fucking insane. Because one can of 7-Up. (laughs) <laughs> it's hot a hot can it never cools down <laughs> you put it in your fridge and after like three hours it's still just fucking hot, hot to the touch um My milk spoiled there was somebody there was somebody who reached out to us on twitter because they were obsessed with this game and they said that there was no evidence that anybody had ever won this special prize of course that nobody had received anything that's it's I mean, it's it just I wonder if if you win, if it's if it's on screen as long as it was when when I had the bad ending, because it was it's it was so blazingly fast. Like, yeah, to, to the point where, like, you'd have to have beaten it perfectly to to find out that that's how fast it's on the screen to be prepared to take a picture the next time. Like it is. That was the thing that made me hate it, honestly, more than anything else was that was that shit ending. And also just a, a game where like. There were times where it's better for you to die, which is almost like a modern game thing, too, where it's like it's better for you to die and get to like your mid save point And then you have all your spots collected than it is to like try to carry on with the time because your time resets. Yes, And so it's like a sort of thing of like, oh, you should just take the fall or have a times up instead of like trying to carry on and win. Like it's a it's a better move. So it's a fucking it is a weird game, but that ending is just is bullshit. Branson. I'm with Nick. I, Branson, you deserve to die up in space. Oh, of my God. Shit. I guarantee you had nothing to do with the game. <laughs> hey, those were our thoughts on Cool Spot, but Heather, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we were wrong. We've got reviews from all over the internet. And if we had a positive take on this game, these will be negative reviews. And if we had a negative take on the game, these are positive reviews. It's maybe we were wrong. Look, I looked everywhere for negative takes on Cool Spot, and I could only find medium takes. Like hmm. the worst takes I could find were like, uh, I've got a, a review here from Juicy Game Reviews where the game is just. Dis- Described pretty honestly as gameplay can be odd, uneven, and very sluggish at times. Cool Spot can walk slowly, but the longer he moves, the faster he gets, and then run in enemies like Bubsy. But at least you have a chance here. Even jumping's awkward because you have to move him to jump further. It doesn't work in a way that lets you be free with experiencing in the game. So, okay, the review, as I'm reading it, this review is 
it's not very well written. But also, it's like that's the most negative take I could find. I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe maybe you've got something worse, Nick. Well, I think people mostly like this game, uh, yeah. understanding it's it's archaic, you know, conventions, but it's a it's a good version of a Super Nintendo platformer. This is a review that has a positive score, uh, but a little bit of a negative take in the body of it. This is a this is an eight rating uh, by Wired Scotty from GameSpot user reviews. Advertising proves itself <laughs> the master of evil again by helping to create a game you can't put down. Mm. As most of you probably know, advertising peoples are the fourth greatest evil in the world, right under terrorists, teenagers, and hobos. Weird. And nowhere is that more evidence than in the brilliant and immorally bankrupt 7-Up campaign. As you run through the levels, you collect little spots everywhere on your way to save your spot buddy. You also collect 7-Up logos and bottles of the soda. Are you seeing how deviantly clever all of this is? They made a fun game based on soda pop. And your prime directive is to save the imagery of Soda Pop. Imagine what else they could do. We are lucky they don't rule the world, to be honest. So there you go. Evil in a box. Your parents were worried about you watching 30-minute commercials disguised as cartoons. But never did they think you would be sucked into an interactive world worshipping a soda icon. (laughs) (laughs) Good God. Yeah. Dear Lord. I kind of like that. (laughs) 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 I mean, open my eyes. <laughs> that's insane. That I mean, that's correct, but also. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what this guy has against hobos. Yeah. yeah. Written by R. Branson. The hell? <laughs> I don't have another one. I mean, I have I like nothing's going to top what you just read. Weiger, nothing. I have a negative review of 7-Up itself. (laughs) That's pretty good. Let's hear that. From February 19th, 2011. Whenever I get sick, I like to drink 7-Up, especially when I'm sick with lots of mucus as it breaks it up. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) It goes back to when I was a kid. My mom always thought that 7-Up was a cure for all stomach problems. So for me, when I get sick, I crave the stuff. Well, I've been sick the last few days, so I got some. And the first time I hit my tongue, I thought I'd gone bad. I was going to take it back. Ugh, a sick person drinks from the bottle and then wants to take it. Anyway, uh, but then I noticed that it's a new, fresh taste. I hate when people mess with stuff from my childhood. This is like Square replacing sprites, no pun intended, with crappy polygon- polygons and no mouths. Wow. wow, still bitter over Final Fantasy VII. Uh, we never, we didn't hit on on the Seven Up Sprite connection. Well, there there is a Sprite rendering of Seven Up of, of a Seven Up mascot. Wow, how about that? Hmm. I bet that burned them up. I bet, I bet, I bet Seven Up Corporate was like, "Can we fucking change the way this is rendered? Are you fucking serious? It's a Sprite. Our logo is a fucking Sprite. Fuck you, John. Fuck you. Like I bet it was like that for them." <laughs> Heather, I think you you hit on a good point with that last review of a sick person. <laughs> like going to 7-Eleven and being like, oh, this tastes gross. And being like, what the, what is, what do you want the the guy at 7-Eleven to do? Like, what do you want them to do? Yeah. What is, what, what the fuck? They're going to be like, all right, Fix you can't it. get your money back because you think it tastes bad. <laughs> it's insane. 
<laughs> uh, hey, that was Maybe We're Wrong. It's time for a segment. Let's see how we stack up against the most memorable acting in video game history. It's another edition of VO Theater. Well, Heather, Mitch, today we have, you know, we mentioned Final Fantasy a little bit ago. It's transitioned to the 3D era. We have something from the first Final Fantasy game, the mainline game with voice acting. That is Final Fantasy X, the infamous laughing scene. Hmm. So, Mitch, for this one, you will be the protagonist of Titus, and Heather, you will be Yuna, the female lead. And here we go. The scene right. begins with Titus, some, some say Titus, but canonically it's Titus, and Yuna standing on a balcony. You sound sad. Yeah, maybe. Wanna scream? I really don't think that's gonna help this time. You know what? It's embarrassing to say this myself, but uh, summoners and their guardians are kind of like Spyro's ray of light. A lot of people in Spyro depend on us. I learned to practice smiling when I'm feeling sad. You know, I know it's hard. Yeah, I understand. I think. (laughs) Right. Now, let's see what you can do. Huh? (laughs) Come, Come on. Titus forces a smile, making a bunch of facial expressions. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> Next, try laughing out loud. What? Come on, show me. Titus steals himself, takes a deep breath, and forces a loud, obnoxious laugh. Oh! Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> this keeps going on as others stare. Ha 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 ha! Ha ha! Uh, you you probably shouldn't laugh anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, it's too funny. <laughs> it was your idea. Whoa, uh, thank you. I want my journey to be full of laughter. <laughs> and scene. Wow. wow. Really well oh, done. Really convincingly oh, done. A real acting challenge there, uh, and that was, re- but that was really, really good. But let's see how it went. Is in it the Spira game. or Spira? I couldn't remember. Oh well, we'll find out. Yeah. All right, here we go. I hope I'm close. <laughs> this is weird. Next, try laughing out loud. What? Come on, show me. <sighs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you probably shouldn't laugh anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Dear Lord. It's so sad. It's so much weirder than I even could try to be. 
It's uh, I so I, I was you know as I, I was looking up a, a reading about this scene and you know there, there's a real challenge in Final Fantasy X apparently in localizing it because they were beholden to the lip flap and the frames of animation that they had for the Japanese voice acting and then had to figure out how to slot the English voice acting into that. So it was like you know it was a real challenge. Uh, but about this scene specifically, uh, there's a U.S. Gamer interview with Alexander O. Smith, who is one of the localizers of this game, uh, conducted by our friend Bob Mackey from the Talking hey. Simpsons podcast, hey. Uh, hey, who was previous, uh, previous guest of the show. And uh, here's here is Alexander O. Smith from the interview. I talked to Final Fantasy X writer Nojima-san about the scene, like, what the fuck's going on, dude? Because this is very strange. And what should <laughs> I tell the actor? What's his motivation here? Because it's, you know, a very unnatural scene. And Nojima-san had basically put it in there because of this laughing, making yourself laugh, forced laughter is a thing he had been doing, and he had been taking some acting classes, and it's something that you do in acting classes. It is what it is, you know. It's kind of an awkward, funny scene in both languages. I don't think, I think to the actor's credit, it's not worse in English. I think it's just about the same level of awkwardness, so that's a <laughs> successful localization right there. So there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Man, it also uh, bums me out to hear, like, if I heard, like, Sugiro Miyamoto is, like, taking UCB classes, I'd be bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> these geniuses. I don't want these geniuses to be taking any acting no. classes or any of this shit. No, stay away. Um, hey, it's time for the question block. All right, this one's from at Surly Joe on Twitter, and they write, 7-Up is not high on my list of beverages that should get their own game. What beverage do you think deserves their own video game? Ooh, that's good. Really good question. I, I assume we're talking about not just like wine, like wine should have a game, but I mean like, like a branded beverage. Um, I mean, I don't know. The sodas have so much character. Mm -hmm. So you know what? Here we go. Hawaiian Punch. Wow. It's Hawaiian Punch. You mm. got a mascot who likes to punch. It's a natural fit. Give me the yeah. Hawaiian Punch game. Was there never a Hawaiian? It feels like that's too perfect. It feels like there should be one. Feels like there should be one. Maybe there's a Flash game or something, but mm. make mm. it for current gen. I think there should be like a, uh, you know that, you know that video game where you're like a, like you do the operations, you're a doctor doing operations and stuff. Right. Uh, but it's Dr. Pepper. I think that should be. Uh, <laughs> I think I think they I think they should make a game for milk. <laughs> okay, Heather, you're joking, but I was thinking chocolate milk would be a really good game. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Just plain milk. Raw. <laughs> <laughs> raw milk. Unpasteurized. <laughs> Unpasteurized milk, and it's. It's a racing game because you have to get to the end of the level before you go bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the levels get progressively difficult because they are farther and farther from the refrigerator or like uh, the beach level. It's like you have five seconds to get from <laughs> one end of the beach to the other before you go bad. <laughs> the, the Nesquik rabbit. I, I like milk. I like plain milk better, but the Nesquik rabbit is, <laughs> I was trying to think of, of, uh, of, of like mascots or whatever. I feel like you oh, could yeah. make like a white claw game now and people would go like nuts over it or something mm. or like, uh, 
a Gatorade game or something. I don't know. <laughs> there was a video yeah. game. There was a video game at my museum at the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago that was a game that you sat in, a car driving game, where you pushed buttons for how many drinks you had had before you got into this simulator. Wow. And then you would try and drive home and it would show you how hard it was to drink and drive. Wow. So if you hit like, if you put in your weight and you put like five beers, you'd like turn the wheel and the screen would keep going forward until it would lag and then turn. So like it, it was just a crash simulator, but wow. it was a cool one-off video game. AKA Wigervision. Okay. <laughs> Not a high functioning alcoholic. <laughs> I, I feel like that's just going to make, uh, make some gamers way too confident. Yeah. Like they'll figure out how to be good at that and be like, oh man, I'm good. 11 beers? Yeah, I'm I'm set. <laughs> I do like the idea of like maybe like a, a like a hungover person trying to like get a Gatorade, some sort of like adventure yeah. where you go and get like a a Gatorade or something mm. like that. Mm. Um but like a where it's not as focused on the mascot cuz the I mean, I don't want to see the Hawaiian Punch guy or the Nesquik rabbit. I like uh, they suck, right? They're they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> are there any drink mascots that are good? Is Cool Spot the best one? Maybe he is the best one. Spot is pretty. I mean, he might be it. it, it there, yeah. a lot of them are kind of Spuds. you know a, a little sweaty trying to argue. Spuds, Spuds McKenzie Spuds, back Spuds in the McKenzie. day. Fucking Spuds, just Spuds. a dog hanging out and fucking women. He's fucking <laughs> human women. <laughs> I, I sent I sent a link to to Weiger last night, but the for the Tomorrow War, there's white spikes are the aliens mm -hmm. and i came upon i was like just searching tomorrow war and i came upon uh a twitter thread of people that like wanted to fuck it this one guy had like <laughs> he want this one guy like put a picture of it up and was like hmm and then like there was a bunch of responses to it that were like you're gonna do it aren't you and i was like what is going on here and they're like and then one person was like kind of explicitly like you're gonna draw it sexy and i was like oh this is like a this is a group of people that like, like it's like a furries type group and they oh, want to yeah. like the white spikes Aww. for the white spikes and That's... Spuds McKenzie. I'm happy that he was like pre Reddit or whatever pre message boards where I mean, I guess they did exist at that time, but and I'm sure people did have fantasies of, of Spuds fucking people, but he was he seems kind <laughs> of untouched by a lot of that shit. Well, he's an actual dog. Yeah. So I think there's a part of that where it's like, well, that's it's it's one thing where it's the fucking icy polar bear. I want to sure. imagine like fucking that thing blowing my back out. But when it's an actual <laughs> dog, I'm just like, that's uh, well, now I'm just fucking a dog. That's not even a fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> now I got this dog's dick in my mouth and I'm thinking what's going on here <laughs> hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at GetPlayedPod or send us an email at GetPlayedPod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 616-2PLAYED that's 616-275-2933 our music and engineering are by the great Devin Bryant you can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs and our guest has been the great Mike Mitchell Mitch thanks so much for Thank doing the you. show. Great to have you. Very happy to be uh, here. A, uh, a, many of you listening already know this. Mitch and I have a podcast about chain restaurants called Doughboys. You can check that out. Heather and Matt, both past guests. And also, Mitch, your movie, The Tomorrow War, on Amazon Prime. It's so great. It's so fun. It's very video gamey, appropriately enough for this it podcast. Is. And you're great in it. So people should check that out. Mm -hmm. And I'm slightly above a NPC. 
I, I say I, I say a few lines. <laughs> but your lines are like, the king is unwell. <laughs> yeah, check that out. And also, I'm very happy to be here. I'll, I'll, and I would come back whenever if you ever if you there is there was never a grudge. Weiger, you're a fucking fool. <laughs> uh, thanks for doing it, Mitch. We'd love to have you back. And uh, hey, on that me. note, Matt, tell us next week's game. All right, next week we're spending 70 minutes in gaming heaven. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Bucket. Wow. Edge. Ha 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 ha!